Hi, and welcome to this week's bonus episode of the Dramatic Dream Dragons podcast here on the Five Star Network. We are, as always, a podcast all about Dragon Gate and DDT, and I am your host, Sonder Bjorn. And with me today, I have Dylan and a special guest, Peps Wrestling. Hi, you are finally on the show. Uh, t- took us a long time to get it finally together, but I'm glad to be here. Hello to Sandra, hello to Dylan, and also hello to the viewers. Um, I'm Paps, if you don't know me. Um, I'm Paps on the slash wrestling on Twitter. I normally write for WrestlePurist and also do the um, podcast and podcast on Five Star Network called Pura Gems. And now I'm here to talk about Glade with you guys. Yeah. You know, yeah. I have a question for you, Peps, before we go any further. Yes. Uh, first of all, if that is your real name, Peps, no. Is that a tribute? <laughs> hey, you're not supposed to break kayfabe on the oh. show right now. Uh, is that a tribute to Pepsi in any way? No, 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 not at all. It it has literally nothing to do with that. It also has nothing to do with CM Punk. Uh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure because we have both. Uh, we've done Puro Gems. I was on an episode pretty recently, like a, a two episodes back. Uh, on there talking about all Japan and uh, previewing the show we're about to talk about as well and uh, you know that's a fun little easter egg go listen to pure gems that I was on because we talk about the Glade show on that the preview and now we get the now we get look back in hindsight together so I'm glad we're all together doing this yeah a crossover show uh, pure gems and dramatic dream dragons are together we've both been guests guests on your show so it was time we brought you on our show um glad to be on here to be honest yeah uh we of course are going to be talking about the glate version mega show from tokyo ryoguku kokegigan sumo hall that happened on the 4th of august last friday one week ago exactly today um a very a very unique show uh (laughs) to say the least (laughs) Uh, it took me three days to watch the show. I I did not watch this live. I watched the MMA matches I watched live, and then I flipped over to Surrealism, uh because I had better things to watch, uh, <laughs> in my feeling th- th- at that point. But I I it took me like three days to watch this, and I I'm, I'm glad I did because I have a lot to say about this show. Not that much positive, but some positive. Uh, an attendance of 2,215 uh, in Sumo Hall. That is the lowest number in Sumo Hall this year. Uh, but uh, I would say it's a good number for Glade. For Glade. Maybe they uh, put some extra people in there uh, in that number, some wrestlers that they had in the audience or, or whatever. I don't, know. I don't know if it's completely true, but we are not here to judge. <laughs> I mean, yeah, w- without going too much into the attendance talks here, it's it's a good number for Glade, but considering they had the big return of Kota Ibushi there, it's, it's, it's disappointing, I think, and they definitely did not make money with the show. So yeah. The following, I... the following months will tell how much impact the show actually had on Glade. Yeah. Attendance, all of that. Well, we'll talk about our feelings about Glade coming out of the show after we are done talking about it. But first, we are going to start talking about the matches from top to bottom. Bottom to top, I mean. 
Uh, we'll start with the kickboxing rules match, since that's opened the show. Uh, is the dark match on the YouTube? Because I did not watch yeah, that. I think so. How was that? I mean, it was a typical dark match. So, so pretty much they were just wrestling for six minutes in front of pretty much no one because no one was there yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's nothing really to check out. Or yeah. Out. So instead, we'll, the first match we'll talk about, or fight we'll talk about, is the kickboxing, kickboxing rule match. Maya Fukuda got embarrassed by now uh, after getting TKO'd in the second round. Um, yeah, I I don't know. <laughs> so, I personally, I'm personally like an MMA guru. I watched like two fights in my entire life, so I think yeah. I'm the per- perfect person to judge this. Absolutely, um, that's expert caliber credentials you have here, Pep. So please bless us with your thoughts. Okay. Um, th- this sounds kind of stupid, but I told Dylan in the Pure Champs podcast that. I've, there was like moments where Maya Fukuda got knocked out by Tsuse Nava's kicks where, because she didn't get her guard up in time. And that was her entire problem in this fight. I, I, I called it in a, in a non-shoot fight situation what her problem is and she did not learn from it. She should, learn, she should listen more to our podcast. No. <laughs> but that was like, like even, even on an entertaining fact because I cannot judge any techniques or anything. Because, like, from an entertaining factor, this was not a good fight. No. Technical, I don't know. I can tell. But it was not a good fight from, like, the entertaining factor. It was just two women trying their best to somehow survive in the first round. And then, out of nowhere, Mai Fukuda was totally gassed and was just trying to survive till the bell rings again. Yeah. In the in the first round, after like a the first like kind of square up or whatever, it seemed like now I'd gotten p- really pissed at Maya because it took like two mi- two minutes for her to get back into actually wanting to fight her. And yeah, then the... I think I think there was an eye poke. I think okay, okay. Maya hit the eye poke. Okay, but it, when she when she came came back after those like two minutes, it was like. She almost like killed her. <laughs> yeah, like t- the thing is, I'm I'm not gonna say I'm an MMA guru. I have trained in martial arts in my time, but it's not not jujitsu. Uh, it was more like wushu and, and you know bajiquan kung fu, which is not a, an MMA style of, of practice. Um, you know, so I'm not gonna claim to be an expert on everything, but I will say this: this was like totally. You know, like, I I feared this would be the result of it, and it basically was the result of it. Like you said, uh, once they got through the stuff with the eye poke, uh, probably accidental, but regardless, now it was, like, one-sided. Uh, you know, like, now yeah. it was go- going to knock her out. It was just a matter of when. And uh, Fukuda, bless her for thinking that she <laughs> she could do this, or, or whoever put this together, I don't know. Uh, basically, these two fights turned out as I'd feared in the preview of <laughs> that we, we did in the in Pura Gems. So, um, but you know, b- bless them. Like they tried. You know, it yeah. seemed like she tried her best. I I have the total respect for everyone who's actually doing a shoot fight, an official shoot fight, because you need a lot of courage and and you know 
believe in your skills to do that because not everyone who trained MMA or something like that can do that. So, and it's not like she's bad. Like she fights on a to- on a high level, but it's obviously a high difference between high level and higher, like 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 high level to compete with the best in MMA. It's yeah, like... that's a good point. You know, like if she fought like a baseball player who just wa- walked into the ring to do an MMA fight, Fukuda would probably be better. It's just facing actual, and this is kind of what I was saying. Like I said, I trained martial arts myself, but I don't have any delusions that I can just walk into the octagon and start being an MMA fighter. So I don't know why these wrestlers, who somebody should sit them down and tell them, like, look, you're a wrestler, you are a hobbyist MMA fighter. Like you're not an actual MMA fighter. Like yes, you you may be able to beat other people who aren't trained like that. Uh, but that doesn't mean you could beat actual fighters, you know, or kickboxers in this case. Uh, you know, so that is fair to say that they we should respect their skills on a grand scheme level. Yeah. Just not on the <laughs> actual fighter level is the problem. Yeah, yeah. In the end, it just, you know, brings brings anyone anything, neither the company, because it's clearly not drawing. We have seen it in the Curricane Hall. At the same time, it does not bring anything for the entire UWF division built around, yeah, we are latitude fighters and all of that. And then, at the same time, you have them fighting UWF and in actual MMA kickboxing fights or whatever, and they just don't look good. And to the defense of uh, Maya, she, in my opinion, she looked actually the best of anyone in Glade. Um, because she actually had in the first fight she had somewhat a chance. The other was one of the ones which is straight up destroyed. Yeah. Um, we will come to another destruction in a bit. But Maya, <laughs> at least, she didn't look totally bad in both fights. In the in the second, she looked worse, but she looked a bit better in the first one, than, especially compared to the others. Yeah. I I really can't recall that much from the Glade MMA show they did last December. The yeah, all, she... the the one thing I remember from that show was just someone Watanabe puking after his match because it it seemed like he was so like yeah. messed up. <laughs> Ma- Maya was the only one who got a split decision. The other ones were just uh, were just um, knocked out or just lost. Yeah, like yeah. In- that was a terrible show. I I can't believe that they came, brought it back, but they did. Uh, and they brought back the great MMA rules in the next match, where Tetsuya Isuchi went to a draw, a time a time limit draw versus Akiro uh, Akihiro Gono, but Akihiro Gono won by uh, decision. Um. Yeah, so he was playing with him. <laughs> Gono was basically playing with with Isuchi for fifty minutes there. Yeah. For, first of all, Sandra, I gotta ask you something. Uh, what did you score this fight? <laughs> oh, I did not rate these matches at all. the The first match I rated on this show was the Quiet Storm. Uh, well, I, I gave now a ten nine round uh, in the first okay. round. And uh, this one I gave uh, th- thirty to twenty six, because uh, okay. uh, yeah, th- thirty to twenty seven. But I think that you know you could count. The thing is, 
Gono, like you said, it was more like playing with him. You know, he was standing there. He was basically doing nothing, but could really get Izuchi at will, <laughs> like pretty yeah. much, uh, without any question. I mean, it, to me as a fan, listen, it's Japanese MMA. There's a long history of fights being rigged in this sport. I mean, listen, Nobuhiko Takada won fights in, in the past, which is shocking in and of itself. Like, completely unrealistic for him to ever beat anyone in a real fight. But it happened. Um, and it felt, felt like this may be another one where they said, let's at least Izuchi, they probably saw him train and they said, Izuchi, you're going to get killed in this fight. Like, what can we do? <laughs> and so they found a way to make this go for three rounds and uh, to maybe try and protect him, even though it really didn't protect him. He just looked awful. <laughs> and I mean, so this, yeah. this did nothing for anybody. I mean, he apparently broke, broke the jaw of Gono, so at least he looks somewhat legit. Oh, a hideous picture that Gono put on Twitter of the broken jaw. Yeah. Like, to- totally sickening. At least, at sickening. least it makes it, that make that actually, that picture makes him look better than, than in the entire it, fight it, did. Yeah, totally agree. So, at least, okay, I, I can, you know, that's at least did some damage control. But, I mean, he did not look really good in this. Um, yeah, he... it, it, it was like, the thing is, even though I don't have any idea about MMA or anything, I you know, like I said, I watched some fights, but nothing really to say, okay, I have any clue. But it was, like, really obvious that Gunnar was just just waiting till the time is over. He was likely paid by, you know, likely likely did not have a fixed fixed money he's getting, but just, yeah, the longer the longer the fight goes, the more money you get type of situation likely here. Um, I mean, it was like the the moment was it was obvious to me was just when when Gono didn't didn't like like just was standing there and just having fun pretty much. Yeah. But like, the best part of this was seeing um, Atamura come out with the ring shirt on the side of and Asuyoshi Kosaka. Uh, so uh, I'm a fan of shoot style wrestling rings. So to see them come out with the ring shirt that was like a highlight of the show for me. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I feel bad for Tetsuya Suchi, but uh, I mean, he he asked for these matches. He he it clearly wants to have these fights, and I wish someone would just sit him down and tell him this is not for you. <laughs> You're a pro wrestler, man. You <laughs> you are down the line at a point where you have such a bad record that you don't find fights anymore. So. Yeah. Let me ask you all this. Do you think it would be better if it was just them versus each other? Like two wrestlers yes. in an MMA fight? I, I, I think I that would, would be I more would dangerous, inst- but I, yes. <laughs> I, I would instantly try to book like like Michiko versus Mayo. If, if I, I mean of course different different sport because but but like something like that makes makes way more sense than than yeah. just them feeding them to outsiders or legends. I mean, you don't look as bad to to legend as you look like like losing to no names, but still, then at least if you let them fight against each other, you have a winner that you can push out of it. Yeah, that that's true. Uh, instead of their actual talent just getting embarrassed uh, and looking like geeks, uh, but yeah, um. 
I don't know if the if these uh, MMA rules matches, the kickboxing and the Glade MMA rules match, did anything for this this remote show. If if there was like two hundred more people that came just for these ma- these fights, I I guess it's a, it's worth it. Yeah, I, I mean, you heard it from the reaction. There were definitely some some friends from Maya that came just for this. Yeah. And I could also see that Gunno drew some kind of tickets, but it was not a major game changer. Otherwise, I would be shocked. Yeah, which is why I question why why do it. <laughs> but whatever, they did it. I would have preferred to just see Tetsu Izuki and Maya Fukura in normal matches instead in, on the show, but whatever. Uh, we move over to the first actual wrestling pro wrestling match of the show. Uh, Bulk Orchestra, Cosmo Sakimoto, and Quiet Storm teamed up with uh, is he signed to Noah? I don't know. Uh, but recently, uh, Noah national champion Masakatsu Funaki and they defeated is- Issei Onitsuka, Takamichi Noko, and Yuji Hino, the former KOD champion. Uh, the former KOD champion went from being in the main event of Sumo Hall, Yuji Hino, to <laughs> now being in the first match of the progressing part of and the And he took show. it more serious. He, yeah. he took off his shirt. He took off his shirt. Because, of course, he took off his shirt. Because this was Quiet Storm's 25th anniversary special match. K-Dojo orphan match. Yeah. He re- he respected it. <laughs> Yuji Hino respected Quiet Storm so much that he took off his shirt. I I, I like that a lot. That was a, that was a big highlight of this match. Uh, eight minutes and thirty two seconds, and then uh, Quiet Storm won with an arm lariat on on Itsuka. What did you guys think about this? I thought that first of all, why was this the opener <laughs> of, of everything? You know, you want to start off with like. Especially after the MMA fights, like we're we're switching gears here. We're gonna do something way different. You want to have something exciting, you know? I would say would be the idea. And you had a couple of matches that could have been this. Uh, the problem is politically, it might not have worked as well. So this is what we were stuck with. Funaki going up against Josh Barnett and Noah uh, next month as well. So they are gonna do something with him continuing. But as a match, I mean, I thought this was like. The definition of average, <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, it's like totally fine, nothing even wrong with it. But this is nothing. I, I, you know, I forgot it by the end of the show, pretty, pretty much. Like my mind oh, yeah. was already focused on it. it. It was just a well-worked wrestling match. Nothing really exciting or outstanding about it. I mean, I can understand. It was likely on the card for the politics, because Quiet Storm has likely some. Some some backstage respected respect and all of that, so they gave him that. I can understand that from a political standpoint, but as a match itself, it was like pretty much nothing. Um, I liked the Hino and Quiet Storm exchange, but that was the only yeah, thing that I was remember. that was a good part. Yeah. What, what do you think about what I said about it? Like, because you had the other matches in the card. I mean, the one with Shima wasn't gonna happen because it was Shima at the end of the day, and, and Hiromu as well. And there, yeah. but then you had the eight man tag like a little bit later. That was a much more exciting match than this. Like, wouldn't you have wanted something a bit more exciting than this? Which is like fine wrestling again, not nothing wrong with it, but not a good opener in my opinion. Like, it didn't get the crowd uh, turned away from what we saw 
prior. I don't I don't know if Kento would have been okay with being the first match after MMA. Ah, that's true. <laughs> they could have moved some stuff around. I, mean, though, I think. I mean, come on. When when Funaki was okay with it, why should Kanto? Yeah, it's true. True. That is true. <laughs> I mean, um, I don't think there was like any kind of politics. I just think they thought it was the least interesting match in the card, so they put it on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Uh, but then <laughs> we move over to a no, match. That was that... this match was the least interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was interested in this match, and then it just ended really quickly. Uh, yeah, uh, the Joshi Eight Woman Tag Match. Uh, uh, Dashi Gayo has Dashi Shisaku of uh, uh, Sendai Girls, Kyoko Inoue of the Diana, Unagi, Say- Unagi Sayaka, and Yuki. Yukari Hosgawa defeated Diamond Egoist. I love that name, but they got jobbed out in six minutes. Uh, <laughs> that is the name of Michiko Miyagi's new faction, or as she now is named, uh, named only Michiko. In all old caps, time. Michiko. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, she teamed with Aoi and Janai Kai and, of course, Risa Sera, and they got the name for their group, which is Diamond Egoist. And in... Typical Shimaism fa- fashion, the new faction that just had been born got jobbed out in six minutes. <laughs> I don't see. I get that they want to give the babyface a big moment. You yeah. Know? Especially after Yukari lost like everything. Yeah. At the same time, this shoot is so confusing that... Yukari, who wasn't a focus at the beginning, is now in the background because now Unagi is in a focus for some reason. Yeah. Nothing to really do with this makes any kind of sense. And I think the story they have told, they could have easily, like, they are continuing the story. That's the that's funny part. But they could have easily just let, um, let Yukari eat the pin here because it does not matter. Like, like it doesn't matter. Either. Yeah. And they continue to spin the story until the end year show where they are in Tokyo Dome City Hall. I f- and then and then like either Yukari beats all caps Michiko in a singles match or in a tight match with Unagi. I definitely think that's actually still the end goal, but it would have been yeah. maybe a bigger moment. I think and the reason after after like five or six minutes where the match was pretty much nothing. Yeah. Total nothing. They brought in like the, these like big outsider names. <laughs> a total nothing match that lasted in six minutes. Uh, but yeah, um, I guess the baby faces won because Dash and Kyoko was like, "Nah, we we're not losing to these guys." And Risa, uh, I that's like the only thing that makes sense to me there. No, and, I, I or just the think, thing I just think said. they wanted to give them a big yeah. small win baby face. Member. But yeah, Unagi won with the sliding uh, Tanaka on Aoi. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this? Uh, first, I totally agree with Peps. Like, I don't think there was any politics needed uh, for this. I think this was completely by design. And I mean, to me, you know, there's some good in here. But I mean, that, this match that was really good in the start. <laughs> I just thought this was a really rough match, to be honest. Yeah, when, when, yeah. when I watched it, I, I didn't think it was even good to watch. Uh, you know, even at just six minutes, it was probably time to go home by the time they did it. And, you know, it's a shame because, like I said, you know, or like you said, Dash, a great worker, one of my favorites as well. Um, 
Risa Sarah's done great things. Janai Kai impressed in the past. Aoi, great trainee at JTO. Um, Michiko, even a fine worker. Hosegawa, it's all of them really outside. You know, Kyoko's old and not good anymore, but we know that. And Unagi is more like a gimmick than a or like a talented wrestler. But you still would have expected more from this match than we got, I think, at the end of the day. But where is this all going? I don't know. I really think that Michiko, on top of everything, I think she particularly needs wins because her her original run was so uninspiring. You know, it wasn't anything good. Like the whole gimmick of Glate's women's division was, hey, we've got these two or three people and they're all going to we're going to bring in all these outsiders to beat them all the, on every show. And they really needed a new restart like for the division itself. And that's something that we talked about. They've done a decent job with the UWF stuff, uh, you know, so far. It hasn't been my favorite, uh, like, how they've executed it, but they've at least put some efforts into it. I think that the women's division should be the next on that totem pole, where they get a women's title, you get more people in here, and I think they tried to do that. Another problem is is that we saw a very similar match to this, which was done better. Like, the, the match last month was a better eight-woman tag than this as well, but even just doing it, it was like, oh... This is basically the same thing, except Kyoko is, is here now, and you yeah. know. So it's like, what what is the point of this? What purpose is, did this serve? Who did it benefit other than getting some people some paydays, which is what the real point of yeah. the show was, I think, top to bottom. The the story is spinning wheels. Um, it was interesting in the beginning when it started because the angle with with Aoi to- turning on Unagi came totally out of nowhere. Even though I don't think anyone in Glade even knew they are a tag team, but that's another thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's nothing yeah. else, but of course, different fan base and all of that. But it's like, from then on, there's a lot of potential in this. And I think the women they are bringing in are all interesting because most of them, excluding like one or two, are not a big thing in any other promotion currently. Maybe Dash right now, but otherwise, the others are just, you know, either there or like doing legend stuff like Kyoko. Um, so the women's division they have built up, or teased at least, with the women they are regularly bringing in is pretty good. And I think, yeah, titles needed. But at the same time, they are not doing any effort to to establish the, these women. I have the feeling that they have just the women on the cards to have them on. And that's the worst feeling you can get as a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Because... It's not now the first time where the match went, went like like only five to six minutes. They were like singles matches, and also the eight women tag last time only got like seven minutes. I mean, of yeah. course, all the cards are a bit, bit like less, but it's like you can at least expect a bit more than maybe. But do you think that this is important to the people running the show? This I don't think they stuff. care about the women. I just think exactly. they care about they 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 signed they signed Michiko because of some. They signed Michiko and 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 Maya, and now need to run run with it. And of course, you carry. Yeah, I uh, need to run with it and build something around it. That's the only reason, likely, why they are even on the cards. Yeah, and of course, they realize that Unagi is drawing people. <laughs> yeah, the Unagi is a big draw. Uh, in in the end, this this match just felt like it was there as a filler match and that it's a lot of those deep matches on the show and that is not a feeling I should have about matches on similar shows but yeah 
Uh, moving over to Black Generation International, Harter Jackson, Keiji Sato, Kotaro Suzuki, and Yutane defeating Jack Cartwheel, Yunji, Kento Miyahara of All Japan, and Shigehiro Irie. Big, big win for Black Generation International beating both Kento and uh, uh, Irie. Of course, they didn't take the pin. It was Yunji, who is like one of the, the wrestlers from China, from OWE. From OWE, who took the pin uh, when he got hit by the Falcon Arrow by uh, from Jackson after seven minutes and twelve seconds. Uh, yeah, this was a fun eight-man tag. This was definitely the most fun match up until this point of the match uh, show. But again, it didn't stay with me at, at all after the show ended. It, it was a show on the card, and I was entertained by a lot of the spots in it, but. Uh, not something that stayed with me, you know. Yeah, it, it was just, you know, typical fine eight-man tag. Um, like you said, like, really nothing to, to care about later, but I think they, they at least they at least try to establish Black Generation International here in some form. Because yeah. they, they lost a lot recently. Uh, pretty much they lost pretty much everything. So, um, every big match they had, at least. So, I can at least say here confidently, yeah, that's that's at least the right decision they did here. Finally, after they lost the last match in Tokyo Dome City Hall, showing a six-man tag against Kento, Elinaman, and Hashimoto to get their win here. At the yeah. same time, it's it's kind of a waste for to use Kento Mihara like that because I think, yeah, there are other matches where he can elevate people, even though he's winning in the end. It's not always about okay, the like people need to go over anything, but sometimes it's just I I think, I think Hara, ten minute, twelve minute match against someone yeah, helps more yeah. than this eight man tag. I would have much preferred to have a Kento singles match where he wrestles someone from Glade in twelve minutes and even though he beats them, it still just does more for the, the talent he wrestles than what this did. I, I definitely agree there. Uh, Dylan, what do you think about this? I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Junjie, not an OWE wrestler. He just happens to be Chinese. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, tr- true facts. I'm right sorry. Now. But this honestly was not a bad match uh, at yeah. all, like on, on the card. This was, uh, you know. I won't say great, but I do think that anytime Kento is in, he is a guy that is he's just electric in the ring. He just has something that you just can't teach at the end of the day. You had some good stuff uh, here. Uh, you know, they definitely had a uh, Jack cartwheel. He, he had some misses, but for the most part, he did some crazy stuff at, at the end of the day. Um, Jujay, I thought looked pretty good too here. Uh, overall, they did some good stuff. Was this match special in any way? No, but for a seven minute mid card match, it was fun. I would say that's about how I would describe this like a fun match to watch, but hardly anything that you would need to rush out to see. Uh, we, I guess we can say that it served the purpose of uh, getting Hartman Jackson, Kozar Suzuki the tag title shot, which they. Now have at the Corrigan coming up, but I don't think that they needed this win to have that. But yeah, 
whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Me, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we move over to the UWF rules match. Uh, the first recommendable match on the show for me. Uh, I really liked this. I thought it was really fun. Uh, Minoru Suzuki and Shinya Aoki defeated Fu- Fujita Jr. Ayato, the great UWF champion, and Yuisuka after 8 minutes and 23 seconds. Uh, when, let's see, it was a sleeper hold with Suzuki. Uh, Suzuki won with a sleeper hold on Isuka. Uh, it makes sense that Fujita Jr. Ayato and Yuisuka lost this because look at who they were facing. <laughs> uh, they're two very protected guys in wrestling, so of course. But I, I really loved this match. I thought it was really fun. Uh, the first, like, True recommend on this show for me. Uh, I would have loved it if it went longer, but I I think it was really fun when while it lasted. Dylan, what did you think about this? Oh yeah, like definitely the best thing on the show to this point. I would say uh, it was so cool to see Aoki interact with. Uh, both of them, but obviously Fujita is the one that we'll all look at. You know, that's the one that has yeah. the fans behind them as well. I think that, you know, of everything on the show, really, this was probably one of my favorite things, and I'm happy that we got to see it pretty much. I just wish that, like you said, ultimately the politics will say they they can't lose, but if you look at the way they they built the matchup, Aoki was more like the heelish guy, like he's kind of above these geeks. But yeah. then he kind of proved that he was above these geeks at the end, unfortunately. Uh, so it seemed like that coming in there. I think this is a good spot for Suzuki as well, who I'm not a really a big fan of in traditional wrestling these days. So to see him in these shorter, kind of more focused matches, I think is good for him. And Fujita was awesome. And I think Izuka is one of, to me, of the great yeah. guys, I think Izuka is one of their best talents, if if not their top guy. I, I really love his style in the ring. Uh, some good stuff here. This was a significant upgrade to that uh, Ayato Yoshida <laughs> match that we, that we saw on the, the last show, the tag match. So uh, yeah. even though I, I, I think I didn't hate that as much as anybody, everybody else, but still, this was a much better match, I thought. So g- good for them, a good match. Yeah, there's nothing really I can add for that. It's, of course, it's a bit weird because they pretty much built here nothing up for the future UWF belt matches because I yeah. don't... I mean, Noru Suzuki's not challenging for the belt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Shane Aoki is challenging either. I mean, he could, but he's not now. He, yeah. He, they are definitely using him for a big show, but he's not challenging now. So it's like, okay, from that standpoint, it was kind of like, didn't really matter in the long run, but um, it, it it still was was a really good match, and it it was worth watching. I would recommend it. It was a quick match, did an undercard especially till what was was all like short matches only. So this yeah. one this one helped a bit. Um, Let me ask you guys this: yeah. Who do you think is because we just mentioned it about? Uh, you just mentioned it, Peps, about Aoki not challenging, Suzuki not challenging, Izuka lost, Izuchi got dropped in the in the MMA fight. Who is set up to be a challenger for this title? No one. In the near future. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually just thought about something with this title. Because Fujita Jr. is like an outsider that is working a lot of other places, uh, not only Glade, 
there's a good chance that this is going to be like the IWGP women's title one uh, be like four months between the fences. <laughs> that, 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 I could definitely see that happening um, because of course Fujita Junior Alt is working Dragon Gate in a couple of uh, in next weekend yeah. uh, versus Yamato. He is working he he's working uh, the, the power of Glade. <laughs> he, he is uh Facing Hiromu Takahashi in Michi- uh, Michinoku Pro, there is a lot of Fujita Junior Ayato in the future, and I don't see, I don't know who is gonna who is gonna face it. No, that, that's not only the only problem they have. They can likely book in whatever because simply, yeah. But but the thing is, just they think... don't have that many wrestlers that can work UWF. Yeah, and like. Their ranks, Ooh. at least from the clay guess. Of course, they're bringing in outsiders, but at the same time, we all know that, like, um, that, like, the people like Minoru Suzuki or Funaki can work you if are not losing to him. So, I could see them, or at least what I would do is, is Hikaru, like, the people like Hikaru Sato, yes. for example, to challenge. Yeah. And then the end goal is Shinya Oki at, at the big show in December, which also would be a cool match. Like, yeah. you don't need to defend it often, to be fair. If it gets defended, like, two or three times till, de- till December, it's totally okay. My yeah. 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 Uh, we'll see what the future holds for that title. They haven't announced anything for it going forward on the next show, so we don't know. Uh, then, the next match, G-Infinity title match, the first title match on the show so so far. The, one of the two title matches on the show. Uh Voodoo Murderers or the Saito Brothers, Yun Saito and Rei Saito, making their second defense successfully, I might add, versus Bulk Orchestra, Galeno Del Mal, and Ryuchi Kawakame after 40 minutes and 55 seconds. And boy, I felt this uh, this length. Diving Body Press from Rei got the win on Kawakame, and it was their second successful defense. Yeah, I. God damn it, Saito Brothers, they are. I can't. 50 I, minutes. <laughs> that was 50 minutes too short. Yeah. I. Oh, too short? You wanted this to go 30 minutes? Yes. Pep's uh, wanted me to suffer for, for a half hour. The thing is, I expected a title change. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't. And I can kind of understand why, because. They have the All Japan Glade Hurricane Hall show coming up, and I thought, okay, they will just do the title change there to do like fifty-fifty booking with other titles or so. Yeah, but then you see who, no. who is challenging. Yeah, the challenges, the challenges are the heels, the top heels in the. Co- I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> um, I like. I like. I think they are wooden murders. Like, like the wooden murders gimmick is kind of. Bad, but they are at least not as much Buddha murders as, as, as they are in old Japan. So that's at least better. But like, I can always re- repeat what I say in Pro Gems. They have like zero chemistry as a tag team. Yeah. And maybe. And I can understand why, why they want to push them because they have a cool look and all of that. But it doesn't help anyone really. Like, like the matches are not worth watching. Um, 
they have not been booked strong enough to be like the big obstacle that someone needs to overcome. So it's like they are just champions right now, and they will lose it whenever Shima says that a stronghold should should challenge. That's pretty much planned, it, I guess. I could see them holding the belts for like another three to four months. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think there's any reason they can't. I mean, it's great. So, it, you know, like you said, the titles, even even with the UWF title, I think the same could be said about the, these as well. They don't have to be defended at all the time, especially, you know, All Japan has a tournament coming up. They're both in it. Uh, they have a big show in September. You know, maybe they take a month or two off. Maybe they do something on an All Japan show with them. I uh, get a challenger there. There's options that you could have going forward, but as a as a match, I would say this was not good. But I also would say that I, I first of all I do agree with Peps too that I thought that they were going to change the titles here, give yeah. Delano Del Mall his big win, pretty much. But I mean, if you look at the show, nobody gained anything from it. There were no title changes, so it, like this just kind of fell in line with their seeming plan that they have. I, I don't know what, but uh, Galeno, uh, very popular with the fans. Uh, you know, you can see that they have something with him uh, overall. It's just the Saitos, you're going to get what you're going to get out of them, and I think that it wasn't anything you need to see by any stretch of imagination. Kind of average, and maybe average at best would be the best way to say it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. The the thing is just the Saitos have a, a level that they can put on. And this level is like below everyone else. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you expect if you book them that you that you get. But I guess they have some, some fans or whatever. I don't know why they are pushed like that. Yeah. Hey. The best part about the Saito Brothers matches are the entrance because their team is awesome. I love Dream Warriors. Yeah, Dream Warriors, yeah. It's like such an 80s song, and I, I love that song so much. <laughs> but yeah. Um, they will probably retain in the Corican Hall show because they're facing uh, the, the heels and, like, not... Which means they are heels. losing, yes. Like, Kodro Suzuki and Hartley Jackson are not winning those titles. That, that I, I just don't see it. If it was, like... Ishira and and one of these two, I would see that, but I don't know. Two two outsiders taking the belts from two outsiders. <laughs> yeah, maybe I guess, but yeah, w- which means it's gonna happen. Yes. <laughs> Either way, we move over to the next match. Special, special six man tag. What did they, they call this? Something special, if I remember. Ultra Junior One Night Dream Six Man Tag Match. Was what Shima called this match. <laughs> uh, Wait, please, please, please say, please say the one name right. I hope you know what you're gonna say now. Otherwise, I will do it. I will do it, Chess. Okay, okay, Sandre, I will owe it. So what the the unit name of, of no, Shima though? It, okay. No, it it was a six man tag between Atsuki Aragi, Hiromu Takahashi, and Jun Tonchu against Shima Kasayashi and the father of Kizuna Tanaka. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the father of Kizuna Personally, I had a lot of interest in this match because on paper it doesn't look bad. It looks actually one of the better matches, especially with Jerome in it. It has some star power from outside of the promotion. Did you already seen this? 
and yeah. tight. Um, but just like with with many other matches on this card, at least for me, it didn't get the time to fully yep. start to cook a good match here. <laughs> it yeah. was like the moment it started to pick up, it was over again. And yeah, I, I don't get it because I expected the total opposite from someone like Shima on a on a sumo hall show. I expected him to get like eighteen minutes. Or something. Yeah, but no. uh, I expected a lot more of this match, and I just because I wanted a lot more of this match, I thought like the the novelty of Hiromu Atsuki and uh, Tonsho teaming up sounded cool to me, and them facing Tanaka, who is still pretty good, Kasayashi, who can still put it on when he wants to, and Shima, who again just like the other two can put it on if he wants to. But of course, this was his return from injury, so he was a bit, a, a bit rusty, it seemed like. But yeah, um, the Meteora got the win for Shima on Tonsho, the obvious pin taker in this match. Like, <laughs> Yun Tonsho was in this match to get pinned. Uh, that that was pretty clear. I really liked Hiromu and Minoru Tanaka teasing that they wanted to have a match. Uh, I think if New Japan wants to do that, please. I think. That would be an awesome match to do. Have you have you read the post match comments thing? No, I have. Tanaka challenged Hiromu for Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Which means that's that's his way to politic himself on a Tokyo Dome card. That would At be least that's awesome. how I understood it. Yeah, it's totally out of friend. That's how to, it, it would make sense considering yeah. Hiromu's going for for the defense record all of that or like. At least and so, we, we and, fans think he goes for the defense record because he's not losing anytime soon. But yeah. it's, it's New Japan, so who knows? And, and Tanaka is a former junior champion also in New Japan. So he, and he's he the record holder. Yeah, yeah. correct. The uh, defense record. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. That, it makes yeah, sense, but it really makes so much sense that. that it will not run it, and especially not the rest of the kingdom. So can't wait for Desperado to lose again. So. No. <laughs> I, I would rather have them do... Uh, Tanaka because that just sounds like such a fun match for for the fans of of those two and me. Yeah, he he can still go. I think he he shows it from time to time again that can he can go, and you're almost right now on his trip through like every wrestling promotion in the world. Um, yeah, where he wrestles all kind of juniors, so it would be cool to see some some defense from there because. Hiromu pretty much already battled everyone in the junior division. So why not do some outsiders and bring them in? I mean, of course you cannot bring in some some people from 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 freedom so so because there's been fans do not care about him, but people care about uh, Minoru Tanaka. They care about Shima, for example, as well. So yeah, why not? yeah, Dylan, what do you think about this match? Yeah, you guys pretty much said it all. Uh, Shima got to live his dream of getting a technical win over Hiromu Takahashi uh, through the <laughs> six-moment tag. That's what this was about, uh, the six-man tag here. And for everyone else, it was just a, another another day at the office, uh, pretty much. Like, this was fine. Like, it was a good match. But like you said, when you see these on paper, you expect something really strong. And I, especially at Sumo Hall, you expect everyone's A-game to be on display. and we didn't really see that. Like, this was not any kind of special match for somebody like an Atsuki or Hiromu, who's had so many great matches this year. And... I, 
I have to ask, since Hiromu is making his way through the dragon system right now, he, he did Dragon Gate at Kobe World, he did uh, this, this Glade show, and he is going to do the Michinoku Pro uh, show with Fujita Jr. Ayato. Uh, he, he, what was this better than the Yamato match at Kobe World? I do not think so. I think the yeah, Yamato it was match. simply because it was a six man and got yeah, exactly. Yeah. Even though I would say that the Yamato match was also disappointing. Yeah, that was disappointing. We all agreed but on that. I I don't know why what happened there, but that's the topic for 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 a different podcast or a yeah. different podcast topic. Um. But yeah, it's 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 weird because at the same time you expect him to totally Hiromu to give his A game and he kind of does but kind of doesn't yeah. I, mean, I can understand it here it was a 10 man they got 10 minutes it's it's like he felt it like it was some some Sendai, Sendai tour show where he teams with Naito and Bushi but yeah yeah but yeah uh, that was fun Ultra Junior One Night Dream was kind of a Way too high name of a of for this match uh, because it didn't it didn't feel like a one night dream. It just felt like them doing their stuff. Uh, we move over to the G Rex title match. Um, yeah, this for me is the best match on the show. T Hawk uh, made the successful defense versus Hayato Tomura after twenty five minutes and fifty two seconds with a night ride. His uh, third successful defense of the T Hawk reign, and yeah. I I thought this was the clear highlight match of the show. Like, I uh, yeah, it it was worked well. It was worked. It was the first match that felt truly big uh, on the show, and that is something that I had been longing for a lot while I was watching the Underguard, just feeling something big here. And yeah. Uh, Eok is on a pretty good run right now, and Hayato Tomura did really well in in uh, challenging him. And yeah, what did you think about this, Dylan? I totally agree with you. This was the like the easy best match of the show. <laughs> I just felt like the one match where these guys did bring their A game. I was very surprised that we didn't have the title change here. But it is great, so uh, you know I guess we shouldn't be too surprised about it uh, overall. But I thought the match was really strong. Uh, I think T Hawk is a great champion, uh, always having uh, good matches. I thought the match with Soma last month was a great match as well. You get another one here. Uh, Tamara was somebody I pegged early on as saying, "Hey, uh, this guy could be the leader of this company at some point. Maybe not right away, but." At some point, it felt like this could be his time to take that step up to be the main event guy, which I think he has everything you want. You see him. He's got a great look, very good charisma. I think he carries himself like a top star. And I think that work-wise, both of these guys are really strong. And I thought they had good chemistry. And I enjoyed the match and just very surprised that T-Hawk won. But I, I personally am a fan of T-Hawk, so I'm not too disappointed. I just think as if I ran the company, I would have done the title change here because when are you going to be back at sumo hall to make a guy and i don't think this show accomplished making anybody yeah, yeah. that that's my only real problem with it i i can understand why t-hawk is winning simply you know pretty much he's he's the ace figure and he gets the ace run and he's likely also w- without knowing he's likely also one of the biggest draws um 
but like, yeah, if you want to make Hayato Tamura uh, a big star, this was your chance. I have a question for Dylan. Yes. This match was built up as an epic. Did you have also the feeling this was Glade trying to get a match for the Tokyo Sports Awards? Hmm, I didn't even think of that, to be honest with you. But now this that you mentioned it... Totally built up to be like the epic classic that could rank high in the Tokyo Sports Awards. Yeah. I, th I honestly think the main event may be something that they're trying to gun for, something extremely... Because yeah. a lot of times, the, the sports awards, they'll go for a unique match, not necessarily the best work rate match. You know, like, remember the year when they did the uh, the first All Together show? Uh, they had, like, Kobashi and Muto's t tag match won the, the match of the year, and it was like Yano right. and Izuka. Which is why I think that uh, Muto and Naito is winning this year, but yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Tokyo Sports is such a fraudulent awards yeah, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So, uh, like, extremely political. But I like your idea though, because this is this was their match. If you're gonna put put it on par with like a G1 final, for example, is something that everyone point to. Or this like is a, their biggest singles singles match they will yeah. likely ever run. Exactly. And so yeah, I totally get that. And at the time, it was the longest match on the show besides the main event. Um, and they built the way they worked it. Actually, was kind of like you said that traditional epic Japanese style main event. So yeah, I get I get the cut of your jib here overall. It's it's the second longest uh, GRX title match by six seconds or something, seven seconds. The, <laughs> like, the Ishida Tiago match, likely, right? Yeah, yeah. The Ishida Tiago match is like just the same length, but a couple of seconds more. I yeah, will I say that I I thought that match was and just as a fan. Uh, I thought that Ishida match was better than this one. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, the, the thing is, just the problem with this match is just it didn't feel like as big as it should have because in the end it was just you know a co-made event for the biggest belt. Yeah, and crowd was it. Tamura was not heated up for this challenge really. He, I mean, yeah. he was coming off a tag title reign and all of that, but he was not like feeling as a sumo hall challenger coming into this match. In the match itself, he did, but not you know, as a build-up. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point, too. Point. That's a good point, too. <laughs> Ideally, you want to have, like, the build-up make, make him the dude, you know, like, re ready to take the title. And, I mean, we saw it, again, where the build-up was not as great as it could have been, even in the Dragon Gate match uh, last month at Kobe World. Uh, that's another thing that maybe affected that. Compare that to the DDT show with Brooks, he was built up as that guy where you expected a title change. And I think that was very successful for them, even though like as a wrestling match, I think this was probably better. Like there was better wrestling here than that Brooks and Hino match, but that moment and everything surrounded it meant that much more. Uh, and obviously with the G1 winner, when you have that automatic buildup to have a big match, they didn't have that with Tamara here. I also think another issue, a lot of these fans that did show up, even though it wasn't a good attendance by, by any stretch of the imagination, you know, you had guys, Ibushi coming in, uh, yeah. Hiromu as a, a guy, Akento got the crowd on his side. You got all of these guys that maybe the fans know and care about a lot more than the guys in your title match, which I think maybe hurt as well. There wasn't a lot of hype from the crowd during this match, but they, the crowd wasn't that good during the show either, so... Yeah, kind of like what a, I said, they, they reacted yeah. to the, their guys, you yeah. know, Hiromu, Kento, and, and like those guys, but not the, everyone else, the Glee, the Glee guys. 
Yeah. Uh, which moves us over to the main event, which was full of, uh, <laughs> which was five non five glade guys versus five non glade guys. Uh, we had Takanori Ito, Somo Watanabe, and Elinaman, Czech Shimitani, and Kaito Ishida versus Kota Ibushi, Shuji Ishikawa of All Japan, Daisuke Sakimoto of Big Japan, Hagen Ashino, Yumihito Imanari of Gambari Pro. Uh, a five versus five super premium elimination match, over the top rules elimination count and pinfall and submission of course. I this as a match uh, was very fun, but as a main event, it didn't really stay. It didn't really do it for me. But yeah, I thought it was a a really fun uh, match. That I would have liked to see, like as the semi-final, but it makes sense that it it was the main event because it, of course, had Ibushi's big return to Japanese pro wrestling. Uh, his first match since the G1 final when he got injured in Japan, so it makes sense. Um, the, ele- yeah. okay. the eliminations uh, was Watanabe eliminated uh, Yumihito Umenari after 30 minutes. Ito, uh, Takanori Ito and Kaito Ishida eliminated Shino after 50 minutes. Uh, that was over the top rope. Sekimoto eliminated Ito. Ibushi eliminated Shimatani. Sekimoto and Watanabe uh, got eliminated at the same time. I really liked that elim- elimination. Uh, Ishikawa eliminated Lindemann. Ishida eliminated Ishikawa. And Ibushi, in the end, eliminated Ishida to get the win for his team. I really liked the five minutes of Ishida and Ibushi at the end. Uh, I also liked a lot of the ma- a lot of the like setups for the eliminations were really creative. But yeah, what do you guys think about this uh, main event, Peps? Is it just me, or didn't feel this match like like this match should have been a big match because yeah. Ibushi's return to Japan and all of that, but it felt totally opposite of it for me. Like, the match yeah. itself was good. I liked especially the stretches at the end where they build up the entire story and all of that. But it's like... Any, everything that happened felt like it didn't really matter, which which is sad because, of yeah. course, it's your main drawing point of the entire show and something people turned into. Um not only, of course, Japanese fans, but also Kota Ibushi fans and, you know, New, or ex-New Japan or AEW fans even. So it's like, I expected a bit more. Um, like, like a bit more from, from the presentation and it was good. But at the same time, the match itself delivered, in my opinion. Even though I think Kota Ibushi was kind of, of course, he was ill for, so he was kind of not having a good day again. Um, which sadly seems to be now a regular thing considering his other performances. But yeah. I hope he can turn it around. Yeah, but otherwise, the match itself was really fun. You had the, the fantastic spot with Kudegushi doing the moonsault from the stay, from like, like the, the guardrail thing on top of the entrance stage thing that they have in the Zoom Hall. Yeah. That only Let, pretty much worked because there was like no fan around. <laughs> Um, 
but otherwise, I mean, yeah, it was good. I really liked Ibushi eliminate the the way Ibushi eliminated Shibatani was very fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Uh, yeah, with the most basic submission. Yeah, but like, just no selling Kaito Ishida's offense on him, and just I'll just eliminate Shimitani and then we can fight, okay? <laughs> it was like, very nonchalant. Yeah, Dylan, what did you think about this? Yeah, I just thought this was like... Coming into this, I had already had negative feelings uh, on it, uh, just because it was such an obvious like... Yeah. You know, like circle jerk match for Ibushi. Like you get all your friends in, and that's what this is really about. It's not about the fans or hey, or doing anything hey, better for the company. Yumihito Minari was very happy he got this booking. You could see well, it well, on his face. Well, yeah, like I said, these guys would probably not be in Sumo Hall again or get this kind of paycheck if it wasn't for this. So that's great for them. But yeah. it's just like, it's so I, I don't know. I wasn't going in, feeling this going into it. And, like, even the cool spots you mentioned, like him doing the moonsault, that's stuff we saw before, but done much better in the, in yeah, the that's past. Also true. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, like, to me, this was kind of, like, sad to watch, like, almost. <laughs> like, you know, like, a le- if you yeah. were an, you know, if they did an MLB game baseball, I know you guys are, <laughs> are not fans of baseball or whatever, but if anybody is, they'll understand what I'm saying. Like, if they ran out legendary, a team of legends, you know, people that were amazing players. But they did it when they were broken down, like the last years of their career, you know, like seeing Kerry Wood with, you know, Cleveland, uh, like the, uh, one of my heroes in baseball. I loved him. And then you see him at the end. He's broken down, giving up home runs. That's kind of what this felt like. You see Ibushi. I mean, he looks just like, you know, he, he looks like he's broken down, you know, like he can barely move in the way he used to. I will say this. The good part about this match is what you mentioned, Sandre. I thought the last five minutes with Ishida was where things finally started to click. And, like, I thought yeah. that they did a, did a great job uh, holding that. The rest, it was more like a total vanity match. Like, yeah. and not even a quality one. It was like, oh, these guys used to be good. <laughs> like, you know, so let's see them now against the new generation. And they didn't really do anything to put over. I mean, Shimitani looked like a geek in that, that situation you said. Uh, Lindemann got just destroyed by Ishikawa in there. It's like nobody benefited from this except maybe Ishida at, at the end. I, so I, yeah, I would say Ishida definitely. I definitely think Ishida benefited. And I, I love the story of, of the biggest heel in Glade the last year, Kaito Ishida, being cheered on by his, like, by the baby faces that he has been yeah. against this whole year <laughs> to yeah. beat Ibushi in the final stretch was so I really liked that. I thought that was a very good touch to the story there at the end. Of course, I don't think that was their uh, intention, but maybe. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. like this match. Long, long, long story short, uh, like I said, I'm surprised it's got the high ratings it does because uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just too I, I, negative. Yeah, I, f- I think it was a good match, but, like, you know, considering it was a sumo main event, also it was pretty... Yeah, like, nothing. this um, being the highest-rated match on Cage Ranch is not right. I can understand it in some form, because it had yeah. some, some some really, really, really fun interactions, especially in the, in the end part. But also, um, it's it's Kodaibushi, so people... Yeah, it's also Kodaibushi. the match that brought in the most viewers, probably. Like the, Most people will probably have only seen this match from the show. Yeah, it's... 
I yeah, like 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 we said, I I can understand where where people are coming from with this. Yeah, like I, I just... Kote Bushi got <laughs> Kote Bushi got uh when he he got an like when they announced his name, they said from AEW. Yeah, that was his own choice. He said yeah, they did it. And I, I think, I think there is a good percentage of the K Trans votes votes are probably just a AEW fan that came in just to watch this match. That could be fun. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, there, there's like ten more votes from this and the other match. Like, it's yeah. not like this was overwhelmingly like, like the most voted on match in terms of numbers. Uh, it's just higher. Right? It's, it's still not that much higher, but still, I don't know. I just, um, you know. And you say Ishida benefited from this to do what going forward? Oh yeah, <laughs> that that, that that's no the problem with 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 Clay <laughs> yeah. and this entire show show in general. It's yeah, just the the shows itself are not bad. It's not like the shows itself are bad. The problem yeah. is nothing comes out of it, and then you have another sh- big show in a few months. It's all really good again. But no one benefits out of it, and you just spin spin the wheels again, and that's the problem right here. I mean, yeah, yeah I think um, I think um, Kaido Ishida gained something out of it, but what are you gonna do with it? Are you giving him another G-Rex title reign? Yours, which uh, would be exactly the same again that he did early in the year. He he's not booked on the Cork and Hall show uh, on the twenty second. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I mean, good for him, I guess. <laughs> I'm skeptical at how much this win. This he didn't even win. Like this loss helped him. To be honest, I mean, it's cool that he got to be in there with Ibushi, who looks. You it's, know, it's helped him in the moment. If it's helped him in the long run, it's just something Clayton needs yeah. to book. Well, yeah, yeah it, 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 that's a that's a fair point, I guess, because he did come across like the one. Like I said, if there was one guy who benefited from benefited from all of this, it would be him. I just, you know, like you said, they're already kind of showing signs that maybe it won't go anywhere anyway. So. Yeah, and Ibushi. Uh, I mean, like, yeah. what is his future here? Yeah, Ishida is not booked on any of the shows that they have announced yeah, for the rest of August. Might be, I don't know. But or Ibushi. Yeah. Oh, like, well, like, Ibushi. Ibushi is not is coming with... back. Exactly. <laughs> that's my main point of all this. The the thing yeah. is with Ibushi, of course, um, he said he doesn't want to move to the US, so mm-hmm. working AW full time seems to be out of option. Which yeah. I can understand, you know, all of that. I think he might come back to late whenever they have a big show. But that's what in four months again, and then what he what he's doing? He's either doing another like multi man, or he is um, or he's like 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 doing a singles match and just beats the guy. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just about okay. What are you doing in the long run with him? Because in the end, he needs to put someone over, or it's the entire run is useless, except for of course the good matches. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that brings us to at the now that we have talked about all the matches on the show. How did we feel about the show overall? Uh, Peps, you are the guest, so you can start. Okay, I, I like I teased it a bit talking about it. You definitely need to difference the the show into parts. And the show has been a good show, a good wrestling show if you count out the MMA stuff. But again, you have like built pretty much nothing up for the future, which is the huge problem for me with the promotion right now. Yeah. 
but as a show, as a pro wrestling show, if I count the MMA fights, because I cannot rate them anything or say how good they were, it was a good show. I would say it was like a solid 6.5 out of 10 or something like that. You, of course, had the great matches in the end with, with the GX title match, and for me, a good or fun elimination match. And of course, you do you have the F match, but also at the same time, you had a lot of stuff that was just solid or like pretty much bad, to be fair. No. So, um, yes. Yeah, uh, Dylan. All my thoughts coming out of this show were negative, <laughs> to, to be honest with you. I mean, I liked the T-Hawk and Tamara match. I thought that was easily the best match on the show. And I liked the UWF tag as well. I, I would recommend both of those. Um, the In a, a disgusting way, the MMA fights were kind of memorable. Like, probably one of the more memorable things on the show to me, at least, because it was so one-sided on both of them. And you can just, like, laugh at the absurdity of this terrible thing that's that's happening. The main event I have no love for or appreciation for, really, other than the last five minutes. And even that, like I said, I've, I just I just came out of this with so many questions and no answers, pretty much. Like, nobody won anything. There were no title changes. Like, we even speculated. We thought there would. I thought there would. Uh, no title changes, no big moments, really. Like, no, nothing no. that will, you know, by the end of the year, will we be talking about this as a show of the year? No. Will we, yeah. we be even talking about it as a good show? I still would say no. And there's so many problems with the company. What Pep said is so totally true, though. <laughs> like, their shows are never really bad, to be honest with you. And, and this wasn't a bad show, when you look at it just in terms of wrestling, you know, like the worst thing was probably the women's match or, or maybe the, the Saito's match. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you could, you could hope that it wasn't, it's not like it was a big deal. Cause there was other stuff on that was, you know, at least average. And then you had one really good match and in the main event. A lot of people liked, I, I will accept that. But regardless, my feelings on the show were all negative by the end. And I, I can't say I was a big fan, but, the wrestling quality was not bad. And I'll still watch all of their shows. They're very easy shows to watch on YouTube. Uh, I don't feel any passion for anything going on right now, even guys I like, because they have a lot of great talents that I enjoy. Like I said, I'm a big fan of T-Hawk. I think he's a great champion, a great wrestler. Uh, you know, you have Tamara. You, you mentioned I thought he's a good wrestler. Uh, you know, Lindemann. All of the guys on the main event really are good in their own way. Uh, Ishida, I think, is a great, like, kind of underrated, you know, underappreciated talent. So they have yeah. a lot of great guys on the roster. I'm going to watch their shows, but I don't have any passion towards anything going on in this company at the moment. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That that is uh, definitely where I am on the on this uh, scale. That the my biggest point about this show after it ended was that nothing about this show felt sumo hall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the, the Tiochen. Entire yeah. problem with the company. The company has zero momentum. Yeah, yeah. The Tiok and Tamara match felt big and epic, but uh, that was the sole match that felt like it belonged on this show, except for they Bushi return and like that as a match didn't quite belong. But Ibushi return is kind of a big deal, of course. Let me ask you guys this though: Do you think that our feelings may have changed 
if it was just an Ibushi singles match that they put in in the main event? Do you think yes. it would have drawn no. drawn better, and we would have thought probably. better of it? Yeah. Yeah, probably, probably, probably. But yeah. that that but even a Ibushi uh, singles match versus Kaito Ishida or some someone like that in the main event wouldn't have saved this undercard from being very non nothing nothing special. Very okay, what about what about this, Sandre? Would it have been better if they had a DJ on the show? Didn't they have? Uh, yeah, it was the, a, old, the only yeah. DJ I respect is DJ Pretty, yeah, Pretty Dragon. Dragon. Yeah, so yeah. would it have been better if Pretty Dragon was on the show? He, she's right now in Cambodia. Cambodia. Uh, that's, that's important knowledge here. She yeah. she traveled away to get away from this show. She went to Cambodia <laughs> so she wouldn't be on the Glade show. But yeah, my there's nothing in this company that I'm looking forward to after this show. I I can't I can't yeah. I don't care about the Infinity titles because they are held by a terrible tag team that doesn't work at all. Uh, the 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 Glade UWF title is a title that Fujita Jr. Ayato carries around and it he looks cool with it, but I don't see they don't I don't see a, any future like title feud for that. Uh Tiok, I don't know who's next for him. I don't I don't I know what Japan guy. Yeah pr- probably they they have the like old Japan joint show that can set that up. Yeah. But yeah uh I yeah. There's nothing here that what, makes what we me did, want to what we watch great. What we didn't mention is the. Have you guys seen the announcement they played with the huge invaders coming in? No. Oh, okay. Have you that. seen it, Dylan? The invaders. I vaguely remember this. So I may have seen. Yeah, it, I may they, not have they been have, paying attention. They have announced that invaders are coming in for the uh, for the August twenty third Kurikin Hall show, and they compared this invasion uh, with Kaido Ishida. Okay. So, it should be obvious uh, in what direction they are teasing it. So, I yeah. can see SB Kento and Takuma showing up soon. And I'm serious. I, I, yeah. I, I said that before. I think a lot of people misunderstand Lucha. <laughs> like that thought they were going to be there for a... Yeah, I mean, I mean, they if they are coming into any place in Japan, it would be great. Uh, yeah, it w- it would be Clade or a signing with New Japan. Anything else makes pretty much no sense. It also could or coming be coming back to Dragon Gate, of course, but that seems out of it. It also could be that they that the big invaders are just the old Japan team in the main event of that cork and all. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's like they they pretty much compared it with Kaido Ishida, which you know teases the Dragon Gate, that the the Dragon Gate thing, and it also said I think that that it is multiple people. Yeah. So at least they draw draw an interest in that because people, Japanese people on social media, I have seen it while going through the through the hashtag where they're like, oh. also, yeah, it could be SBK. I'll probably um, so, watch so at this. Least there are people since... thinking it, and that it's something interesting they could be doing because yeah, those two coming in could change a bit up for a bit. Even though it's all about how to use them, of course. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, it could make the, the promotion Ka- interesting for more people. The Kaito Ishida debut last year was a big moment and for one of the like most hottest Corican crowds that reactions for Glade ever was yeah. when they when they saw Kaito Ishida in the ring. That was, 
a pretty big moment last year that I remember pretty well. Um, and I really liked I have, I w- That was probably my highest point of Glaive was when Kaito Ishtar came in. So I, yep. I that could definitely spice up this, this company. They could definitely need it. Um, what if it's it, just gold class? The that's old. <laughs> it's 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 really possible that it could be the most random people we have ever seen in our ten lives. Yeah, yeah. Um, that Minora sort of thing. The best the case, event the best too. case for Dragon uh, for for Glade would be SBK and Takuma, simply yeah. because they yeah. would draw in some interest. Yeah, from especially SBK is a big following in you know I mean, big following in Japan, so they would draw an interest for me. <laughs> that would interest yeah, me true. a lot because. I mean, I I just today I watched a random Riot Lucha match just for those two. So, you know, I I great I, production I will... values. I bet <laughs> it was fine. I, I can't wait till 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 the show happens. We all think it's yes, it's it's finally Damon, and it's like someone from Japan has also wrestled in in Mexico for some reason. And it's like it's like a, it, it's like a, a or one. something, someone like that. <laughs> It's like a rest of one wrestler that has been out for a long time. It's Hajime. just Michiko Miyagi with a new gimmick. Oh, the, the, Cassandra Miyagi comes back. Yes. What if it's Naruki Doi? And, and the second person is Yoshino turns heel and sides with Doi and, and uh, Ishida as a new group. New oh, gold God. class. Class I, gold. But, the, the, the but, He's the Dragon Gate champion right now, and they they haven't set up any title switch for that. What if he What if he dumps the Triangle Gate belt in a, a trash can in the middle of Glade? We also have the oh Glade UWF God. champion. In, <laughs> that in will... Dragon Gate, to be fair. Yeah, uh, to be fair, that's. Um, no, but yeah, it it seems it seems to be it seems to be at least teasing to them. But in the end, you know, it's Glade. It could be anything. If it's them, it's it would be the best best thing that happened to Glade this year. Yeah. So it means yeah. it won't happen. Since Where would they go about... with them? Yeah, Tech that's a good one. instantly. Yeah. Who would Being they the fall cycles. under? Would, would they join... Would they be an own faction, or would they join Kaito Ishida? I In think they have I don't know. Like, the thing is, I don't understand Japanese, so I'm going with translations and all of that that I've seen. Yeah. But of course, I mean, they could. I I don't think they would fit in Black Generation International since the the, the stable is already filled. So why not just give them their own stable? Yeah, they have to join Jan's family. No, yes. no, <laughs> no, no! I refuse. I I refuse. But I yeah. refuse to have Espikento on the same in the same faction as Kodama. I'm sorry. That <laughs> that would make me mad. <laughs> it, 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 Shots if, fired. If you want, if if it's them, then you need to strap them up and give them belts in the first four months. Oh yeah. What if what if what if they come in and lose to the Saito brothers right away? That's all three. Oh my god. Can, can, I don't know how much Kaido Ishida I, like like lost before he won. Since uh, no, he was he 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 literally lost a week before he won yeah. the title to the champion. To, yeah. To be fair. Yeah, but when he when he came in, he was. Uh, he was pretty dominant the first yeah. month yeah. Went through. Uh, but yeah, since we're talking about the Korkano show, the big big invaders that that are coming on the 23rd uh, we can preview it uh, Glate version end and life is a dream I guess is the name <laughs> of the show 
Uh, opening match, Chekshi Mitalini versus Ryo Inoue of All Japan. This is a very All Japan versus Glade show, by the way. Uh, on this the card. card is better than the Sumo Hall show. <laughs> Almost. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we mentioned them earlier, Jan's family, Takanori Ito and Yusuke Kudama versus uh, Honda, uh, Ryukyu Honda and uh, is that that's uh, Hokuto Imori. Big 8-man tag, a lot of names. Cosma, <laughs> Cosma Sekimoto, is that that's the like uh, uh, what's her name? What's his name? Kong. The the clown gimmick. Oh, I don't. I'm yeah, looking at clown. this card, but I, yeah, the clown. Uh, is that the 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 name is so zoomed out, so I can't rec. I have to recognize them by faces. Okay. Uh, I I will pull up the card. Black Mansoray is also on that team, but they are facing Yun Toncho, Issei Onutsuka. Great, what the fuck? Great Buto? <laughs> no. Is that Lunchery Muto? Maybe? I don't know. That's a, It's a random Chaos 8-man tag. No one cares about that. Uh, moving over to a 6-man tag. Uh, Ryuku Kawakami, Yu, Yuya Susumu, God damn it. Uh, Shuji Ishikawa versus Soma, Soma Watanabe, Galeno Denmal, and Yuma Aoyagi. Why did Susumu... Why would you, why did you have to be in the match with Yuma Aoyagi? Man, I, whatever. I don't know. I don't. I don't question anything they're doing there. UWF match: uh, Minoru Tanaka and Tan, uh, Dan Tamura versus Yui Suka and Ikaru Sato. That, that should be good. That should be fun. Um, yeah. Is this a All Japan Juniors titles match? I think it is. It should be. It, yeah. Uh, Rising Ayato challenging El Lindemann for the All Japan World Junior title, uh, who, which Lindemann is holding right now. Uh, this, then... this is interesting, just, just for the context. Yeah. They are actually doing the match I expect on Yoyogi's show here on the Kurikan Hall. Yeah. So I guess the title goes back to Atsuki. Uh, at Suki at the at the Yoyogi show or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I don't see how to they, they, they are doing a 50-50 booking here with the titles. Either both yeah. titles are changing, so the Glade and the All Japan title are changing, or none are changing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I don't I don't see how to beating Lindemann. I don't see how to winning the title outside of All Japan if he's winning yeah. the title. Uh, but yeah, then the G Infinity title match. Yun Saito and Rei Saito making their fourth, no, third defense uh, versus Kota Suzuki and Harty Jackson of Black Generation International. And then the main event Hayato Tomura, Atsuki Aoyagi, Tetsu Izuki, and Yuma Anasai versus Kasayashi, Suwama, Kento Miyahara, and the G the, the Rex champion T Hawk in an eight man tag. Probably elimination rules, but can't read Japanese, so I don't know. But I think I think that's just like the eight men last time. It's it's just a normal singles uh, I, eight man. Either way, I'm looking forward to that match a lot. That, that looks good. Yeah, the, the they're last, like main event of that show. So the the last good. time they did this eight man main event all Japan late match thing, the Yuma Yuma Ansa got a win over Shima. Yeah, which means he's gonna take the pin this time. <laughs> now, um. I mean, 
that this this could be a way to somewhat build up a challenger for T Hawk. I don't know if, who because none oh, of them in the imagine, match. Be... Imagine if Yuma Anso beats uh, pins T Hawk in this set of a title match it, between it, the two. Yeah, I would yeah. love that. <laughs> I, I actually could see that to be honest. I I think I think it's he's like could should should be it if they if they want to keep it in glade. Because yeah, yeah. They, that's lost. how the, that's how the guy that just got beaten up in the weird fight. I mean, if <laughs> if I with, without any politics, I would book Kanto versus T Hawk, but of course they have already run into C and T Hawk one, so it's kind of like Kanto does not need to do a favor for T Hawk. But well, the card looks good on paper. I think the the main event tag, also tag, is always something to look forward to. But of course, the Lineman versus um, Rising Hayato is a match to look out for. Yeah. I think the most interesting part is that they have a DJ for the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the DJ is wrestling again at the end of the year. <laughs> Maybe so. It's, it's yeah, no, they announced it. They announced it. He's wrestling. Oh, good. Good. That's what we want. Good yeah, for hopefully him. in a DJ match. Versus DJ Pretty Dragon, that would be awesome. Versus Disco, oh, that <laughs> <laughs> was a Disco Inferno, but a Disco Inferno in Glade. <laughs> I think they can. They can you imagine flying him in? They f- flew over it like like the the biggest dogs ever, so they can fly him over it as well. Hey, this... Shima was in WCW. Like, yeah, let's not see? forget Disco yeah. Inferno versus T Og for the G Rex title. Book it. <laughs> what will that draw in going Cork at the end of the year? Maybe we can see the return of uh, Magnum Tokyo as well. Uh, him and Shima finally fixed all of their many issues. Oh, don't tease me with a good time. <laughs> well, he did. Remember, he did do Tokyo's gimmick at the Junior Festival show. Yeah, against Hirata, Remember? Yeah. Yeah. See, but I don't know. This sh- this show's kind of crazy, but uh, there is some good stuff on it. Uh, the the eight man at the end is good. Uh, the UMF match might be my f- personal favorite on the yeah. show. Uh, Lindemann and Hayato. I don't know what to make of that. Why is that? Why is that happening here and not the All Japan show? I don't know, but this is what they've decided to give us. And uh, Kikutaro, uh, I think he was the clown you were thinking yeah, of earlier. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm uh, working uh, on a very little sleep and a slight. Uh, it, it's. <laughs> It's okay. You've got uh, Onita in here. Great, great Nita in that match. Oh, okay. That was yeah. Got my G Chan is there too. So that match is gonna be so fucked up. It's gonna be a horrible match. Whatever, whatever happens there should be an an atrocious display that will ruin all of our lives. I think for having watched it. But these are the sacrifices we're gonna make here. So you you know you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's 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 a solid card of paper, of course. Kind of a bit weird to not have like a big match for a Kirk and Hall show, but yeah, it's at least uh, it, promotions working together is always better than working against each other. Yeah, yeah. I In a way, versus Czech should be really good. I'm yeah, definitely the, the more excited. Is... I'm definitely more excited about the main event on this show than I was for the main event on the Sumo Hall show. So. Yeah. Take that for tour. <laughs> At least this could set up something. Yeah. Like by by the end of it. Yeah. Uh, if. Yeah, yeah and we will definitely need to need to set up something for for multiple belts. At this, I mean, excluding the 
the UWF belt because who the fuck knows? But otherwise, yeah. Adzai versus T Hawk. That's just that's what the main event should shut up. Yeah, this, title match. This is uh, three. This show is on the twenty third of uh, of August, which is three days after uh, Dangerous Gate, which. So that it will, we will probably mention it if it ha- if something happens on it um, that week. So yeah, we'll see. Uh, either way, thank you for coming on, Peps. Uh, it was fun yeah. talking to, talking to you with Gleet. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if uh, if we're gonna bring you back uh, for Gleet's talk, but you are always welcome for uh, Dragon Gate or DDT whenever you want. I wasn't officially. Uninvited from this, it's it's incredible. I'm coming <laughs> yeah. back for Gun Jam. I just, I just, I just don't. I just, I just don't know if we're gonna talk that much about Glade uh, this year. No, yeah, but also like, like, thank you for for having me. It was a lot of fun talking to you guys, like always. Um, yeah, I, I mean, we we will definitely podcast more in the future. Yeah, uh, where can people find you? Your yeah, like always on Twitter. It's at Caps under slash wrestling, and also if you want to find my content, it's either on a five star network where I do the Proto Gems podcast, where I'm going also in the detail of Glade, Old Japan, and all the other smaller indie shows, Joshi shows, and all of that, Pro Joshi shows, and Pro Joshi indie shows, and all of that. And I'm also doing the weekly Joshi guide on Wrestle Purist, um, where I just, you know, talk a bit, like write a bit about everything that happens in. Joshi, or at least a, the most interesting. A very, very useful guide. Yeah, Always it's, it's, it's easy, like a f- two to three minute read each time and just give a quick overview about everything that happened. Yeah. And you're doing the Lord's work, Peps. Bringing Joshi to the masses, using the Wrestle Purist platform that you have, all the great folks behind that, the many, many fans you all have there, uh, doing great things. And with Pure Gem, uh, you know, Always talking about a lot of fun stuff. Uh, maybe under the radar, finding the gems, finding the diamonds in the rough, and we always always appreciate your efforts. And uh, very happy that you came on the show uh, as the, well. The, so yeah. very cool. If, if I can tease it, then the next show is just likely going to be a Joshi only show because I have someone who I cannot force to watch all Japan. So it's going to be <laughs> fun. <laughs> nice. I, wow. I I have a feeling I know who that is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was it was really fun talking to you, uh, Dylan. Any last things you want to say? Oh, check out the Eastern Lariat. Uh, we're finally wrapping up this G1 tournament. This this G1 that's haunted my dreams as things have gone along. As the more further we get into it, finally into the final four. Uh, what will happen? Will Evil win the tournament and ruin all of our lives for real? Uh, I don't know. We're about. We will talk about it one way or the other. The G1 has had its ups and downs, but uh, we were talking about that on the show. Uh, we talked a little bit about everything going on, actually, on, on that show. We've really ca- caught up with everything as G1 has gone along. So me and Striga, uh, especially Striga, deserves a lot of credit as he's heading back to his his shoot life of a teacher. Uh, he will go back to school. And uh, no school, uh, you know, no school is too big for Striga at the end of the day. He still made time. For the Eastern Lariat. So thank you to him for that. And uh, Eastern Lariat Patreon, patreon.com slash Eastern Lariat. Me and you have been talking about the five-star Grand Prix for yep. Stardom. We just we just put a show up yesterday about it. Uh, the last three shows they did, although there's another one. We will get back to that in a few days. 
as well when we have another break. So good stuff there. Noah, we did a show on the N1, the first episode. Uh, me and Squill, uh, who just did a, an interview for Five Star Network as well, a video, first ever video interview on there. He didn't tell me before he did it. I was like, why didn't you tell me? I would have plugged it. He was like, oh, I forgot about it uh, on there. So, uh, but that did come out. It was really good with, with um, uh, who was that that he had the, the interview with? Yeah. It's the Someone guy from the, oh, Artemis Spencer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the guy from Defy, Defy Artemis Spencer. Um, you know, like he's he's actually a pretty talented wrestler, to be honest with you. He's a Northwestern guy. I've, I've known about him for a while now. But we did the Noah show. We're going to do more on the Patreon. Uh, yeah, I think Dr. Jonathan will be on there when he finds time. I know he's real busy in Japan right now. We'll get him on there. Uh, but one way or the other, we're going to cover N1 on top of it. Uh, so, yeah, um, check it out. Yeah, uh, since you mentioned the Five Star Network, uh, we of course did that video interview as you mentioned, but we also just dropped today. Kai, Kai did a interview with Ishan of Dragon Gate. It dropped while we were recording, so I have been slowly reading through it while we record. <laughs> uh, I really well, like. That's why you were ignoring me when I was talking. <laughs> I really like the question where he where he asked uh, got asked who he wanted to face outside of Dragon Gate, and he said Mizuki Watase. I I love that answer. That would be awesome. <laughs> Won't you book him in the Dragon Gate ring, please? What an awesome answer from him. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I, definitely yeah. check out that Asian interview because it's yeah. really good. I'm... Yeah, I need to I need to shout out Kai. Um, always great work. Yeah. Everything they do is just great. Like like they yeah. they really bust their ass off to make Five Star Network special, and it works. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we will be back next week with a special Dangerous Gate uh, preview with a special guest. Look forward to that because we have been working a lot on that, getting it's that me. going. No, it's not you. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, look forward to that. Uh, and until next time, as always, be ready, wake up, and go! Go!